like the like he grew up, he ages really rapidly. So yeah. Hello everybody and welcome to the Filipino Free Thinkers podcast that's also a video. I'm Red. And I'm Talia. And today we're talking about something that a lot of you who are on social media or who's watched any news shows today have probably heard about. It's uh, Robin Williams and his apparent uh, suicide um, due to depression. depression. And we're going to talk about the reactions to it and everything that we can think about <laughs> yes. that's related to this topic. Now, it's kind of difficult to talk about this because mm. he's someone who's influenced a lot of people, mm-hmm. mostly in a very positive way. Yes. And yes. The, the usual trope of the clown, uh, the mm-hmm. sad clown, this is a popular uh, trope. Mm-hmm. There's this popular story. I don't know. Have you heard of this story of the, of the clown who... Well, that kind of spoils it a bit. But there's this guy <laughs> mm-hmm. who approaches a, a doctor, uh, mm-hmm. a psychologist, a therapist. I don't remember what exactly. Ha- have you heard of this? Have you mm, heard of this? No. Okay, so he says, doctor, I'm kind of sad. I'm, I think I'm depressed. Like, would you recommend anything to me to, to cheer me up? And then the doctor says, there's this guy... He's very funny. You should see his show. It's on Friday at this place. And but but doctor says the the patient. I'm that I'm that clown. I'm that comedian. So I think this typifies a lot of the performers, not only comedians and uh, actors like Robin Williams, but a lot of other performers. Yes. Uh, did you know? Um, I didn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure if this is correct. But I mm-hmm. I remember reading somewhere that for performers. They have like a double, the, the rate of their suicides are double the rest of the population. It's like mm-hmm. 1.5% for the rest of the population and for performers, it's 3%. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, I think, significantly higher if you're, yes. a, if you're a performer. I'm, I'm not sure if this is suicide or depression. Mm-hmm. But I think it's uh, both are higher mm-hmm. um, in performers. And um, before we talk about why this could be, um, what are the reactions that you have read or heard from your friends? Of course, there's the sadness from everyone. He influenced a lot of childhoods. Um, but also, I see a couple who are saying that it was a very selfish move for mm. him to commit suicide. And of course, Really? On your, your friends said this? I wouldn't call them friends, but okay. I have They're seen no longer people say that it was a selfish move for him mm-hmm. because he has three children who are actually adults now. Um, but he has three children that he left behind. He has a widow now. And... You know, he's, they're saying that he's very selfish for having killed himself, given that he has a family and he has so many fans yeah. to think about. Yeah, and there's um, uh, one thing that kind of um, irks me a bit is that obligatory Pinoy Pride article about his oh, yes. ex-wife, uh, mm-hmm. who's um, half Filipina or part, part half, Filipina. Half Filipina. And of course, the, the daughter, who's... Um, a quarter. A quarter <laughs> Filipina. Yes. So, um, other than that, I, I think my 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 friends on Facebook are pretty. It's it it's pretty much a bubble now. Like I didn't see anyone like mention the things that you mentioned, and I didn't see people saying that he's going to hell. 
which apparently is a very popular response still for the more fundamentalist and dogmatic um, Christians, and even um, people from other religions as well. And because it is part of the doctrine that uh, suicide is one of the mortal sins. Mm -hmm. And a mortal sin, unconfessed, um, gets you to hell when you die. And of course, when you die, like that's, that's the it. sin that you cannot confess after you commit it. Or maybe an okay, maybe an attempt at suicide, you can confess that so that the moral sin goes away. But if you're successful at suicide, it's something that you cannot confess later, confess on. later on. And and so um, even if like the Catholic Church says we don't really consign people to hell anymore, we don't do that anymore. It's in the doctrine. It's in canon law that yes. um, hell is a real thing, and mortal sins will probably get you to hell. And it reminds me of this movie. Have you seen this movie? It's called okay um spoiler alert you can skip maybe 10 seconds if you don't want to hear the title of this movie it's bridge to terabithia no it's actually a popular children's book i don't yeah i think it's a children's book mm -hmm. and it's about this very endearing character um who who he she makes friends with this with this guy they have an uh, an amazing time together they create a fantasy world together and then she um she dies, right? Mm -hmm. She dies not because of a suicide, but she dies not having um, the 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 religion that would save her. Uh, and this caused trouble to this friend who's a guy, and he he keeps on asking like, did this person go to hell? And it re just reminds me of how a lot of people, when they hear these Christians talk about suicide and how it you know, condemns people as kind. Uh, uh, of course, we don't know um, Robin Williams, but from everything that I've read um, about this person, he's a, he's a kind, a warm, a gentle person. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't be someone who you'd think would deserve to be tortured in hell for the rest of eternity. Exactly. But apparently, a lot of people still believe this. You know, and that's the extreme side. Did you see people on your wall mentioning the whole suicide and hell angle? It could be that I'm in a bubble, but I didn't see that. Mm. Even the parts yeah. of him being selfish, I would see them in rants by my friends yeah. telling people, stop saying this, stop saying this. Yeah. So it could just be that I'm not seeing it. I'm sure that there are a lot of people who are fundamentalists yeah. and will think that because it is written in canon law. Yeah. But honestly, it could just be that this is an older generation. Yeah, yeah. And the, the people nowadays, I think, they, they see hell not as it is described in canon law or by the more conservative Catholics, but they see it as a kind of metaphor, not a real thing. But just a reminder, the Catholic Church still believes that hell is a very real thing. And I'm sure a lot of religious people will grapple with this idea again because of what happened to Robin Williams. But that's beside the point. The the main focus here is suicide and of course depression. Now let's let's talk about what you mentioned a while ago about how people think that it's a selfish thing to do. Yes. Yeah, why do you think that is? I hear this from a well, I've been seeing this from a lot of people who probably don't know what depression is like mm. or who have never experienced or have never heard of friends going through depression or suffering from it. And I think that they imagine it from their perspective, not having the, these problems. And they think, hey, my life is pretty good. I would find it really selfish if I left my family behind. Mm. Which 
could, which given their perspective, is yeah. perfectly reasonable. But it also doesn't take into account what the ex- what this other person is experiencing. What like be it chemical yeah. imbalances, yeah. really difficult problems, or whatever. Like it could be perfectly justified to this other person, and you can't, you know, tell everyone that their reasoning is off because you can't say that you've walked in their shoes. Yeah, and you mentioned about reasoning, right? A lot mm-hmm. of people, uh, psychologists, actually think that the people who are really depressed, I mean clinically depressed, their ability to reason is not the same as someone who's uh, in a more healthy state. Um, Because you can't really keep people from projecting their own experience because that's really all they have. Which is why when it comes to, to sensitive issues like this, I recommend that other people, like our audience, read about the experience of people and Take their word for it. I mean, they wouldn't make this stuff up. Exactly. Like, what would it benefit them, right? Exactly. Uh, watch the, this video by Stephen Fry, and he discusses and describes uh, depression in a good way. And that, that's another um, actor, uh, performer, who has experienced depression and who has had suicidal thoughts before. And, you, you know, you, you watch him, you read his stuff, and he's a very creative, very intelligent person. Yes. But still... Um, depression and suicidal thoughts like gets to him and that's a point that I think a lot of people do not understand Mm -hmm. that depression does not discriminate it happens to the best of us sure if you're poor if you're um, existentially insecure you know if um, everything's going to shit around you right Mm -hmm. like I can only imagine the people in places like Gaza for instance yes or Israel and you know I imagine that the rate of depression would increase in places like, you know, despair could be a very real thing there. But even people, even the, the actors who, who have no money problems, who yes. have... Who seem to have it all. Who seem, there you go. Who seem to have it all, they can be depressed as well. And there, there are a number of factors. Um, it's, you know, it could be genetic. It mm-hmm. could be environmental. But one thing's for sure... Uh, it's, it doesn't help to blame them. Exactly. It's not their fault. Mm-hmm. And what can we do you know, to, to, to help people who are depressed? Okay, for one thing, I think I, I, I also do this myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I take the word depression lightly. Like, uh, you yeah. know, when, when you're very, very sad, you know, it's very easy to say, I'm depressed. Yes. You know, I'm extremely sad. This situation feels hopeless, Mm -hmm. therefore I'm depressed. And I talk about it in these terms. Now, of course, you can use whatever words you like. Mm -hmm. But I think this kind of sentiment trivializes the depression that other people um, have, you know, the clinically depressed. And when when people think, when people who are clinically depressed say that I have a condition, I'm depressed, the tendency of other people is to respond in that, oh, I've had that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I've been depressed when I got over it. This is what I did. I, you know, I watched. I went uh, jogging. Yeah, I went jogging. <laughs> um, I focused on the mm-hmm. good things. I looked on the bright side of life, and and the next day, I'm healthy again. And it kind of does not work that way. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Um, the way that uh, people who are clinically depressed um, deal with their issues ranges from. Um, taking psychotropic drugs mm-hmm. to getting therapy to a mixture of uh, this, uh, but of course uh, uh, a support network could all could only help. 
Yes. And you know, destigmatizing depression. Um, you know, not blaming people for having it, um, not having misconceptions about it, is I think one of the few things that you could do to help people who have this condition. Of course, I wouldn't blame the people who are probably at their lowest point or whatever, or a particularly difficult time. I wouldn't blame them for using a word that they might think is appropriate for yeah. their time. Yeah. But yeah. they also have to understand that sometimes, even if they think it's the right word, it's an entirely different thing when put into a clinical context. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm sure that people who have gone through bouts of, of depressive states, or so they'd think, for days or hours... They might, they probably weren't clinically diagnosed, and odds are they never, they might not have ever felt what people who are going through clinical depression are going through. Yeah. And it's not always in their control. Usually, it actually isn't. Yeah. And don't take our word for it. We're not experts on this matter. Mm -hmm. If you think that you could be depressed, then you need to be diagnosed by a professional. And I'm sure there are, there are people, there are family or friends who could refer some people to you. Mm -hmm. Or here's a link. Um, uh, it's good that the Department of Health yes. like released this infographic about depression. Here's a link to that. Or maybe we'll flash it on the screen and you could pause and read it if you like. Mm -hmm. And so those are the few things. Um, now, why do you think that these creative people like Stephen Fry, like Robin Williams, like... Um, other uh, other people who who have um, depression or who have committed suicide. I read this one article that said he personally no personally knows like around eight or nine. I don't remember the number. Mm -hmm. uh, people who have committed suicide. Okay. And so, so that's I think that's pretty high. It is. And so in their profession, it it's kind of a of a risk that that probably. You know, you know, is it the profession that drives them to do this? Or is it, the, is it something in them that drove them to have that kind of profession? What do you think? Honestly, I, I don't think we have enough of a sample. Mm. Like, we haven't done studies on this. Yeah. It could be a factor of the limelight that they're in, the environment, mm. you know, always being watched. The pressure, yeah. The pressure that's on them. It could be that certain personalities or yeah. certain kinds of people are drawn to the attention. Mm. It could be that the attention makes it makes them feel better. It could be a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But it's really difficult so, to be. Yeah, yeah. It, there's no um, template for mm -hmm. um, suicidal. Yes. Um, or performers who commit suicide. Yes. So you know, but you know, just just speculating. I think when people expect you to be this this comedian who brings so much light to the world, mm -hmm. they don't expect that there could be darkness too. Yes. And, you know, when you're always smiling, when you always project this persona, it can be pretty easy to forget that darkness can affect them too. And uh, people think, oh, the, Robin's going to be fine. I mean, he's, how yes. could he not be? Exactly. He's he always has everything. happy. Yeah. And that brings us back to the point that depression does not discriminate. That's and it. what people project is different from, from how people could actually be. You know how people are on Facebook, all of the posts that you see, mm -hmm. you know, they could actually be depressed. Uh, I read this study that said that people who are in a depressed or lonely state tend to actually post more on Facebook and more happy things to try mm -hmm. to counterbalance that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, even with Robin Williams, if you look at some of his past interviews, you'll see him mentioning that he's been sad lately or that he's not afraid to be sad. 
Yeah. He will say things like this and people would just brush it off because, you know, it's Robin Williams. He's always happy. Of course, he would brush off being sad. It's not like it happens to him often. Yeah. Even his publicist said that he's been battling severe depression for a very long time. So mm. even his family, they weren't extremely surprised. Of course, they were devastated. Yeah. But, you know, it was something that they'd been dealing with for a long time. So, you know, in in Robin Robin's case, mm-hmm. like it wasn't so surprising, but a lot of people are actually surprised when when people do it, and of course, ultimately, it's still surprising and, as you said, devastating. So, how should we re- respond when someone um, seems depressed or seems um, or even says outright that they they're thinking of suicide? Usually, what what we're told when we're studying psychology is that. When someone tells you this or confides this, you should take it seriously because you do not want to be that person who laughed it off. You don't want to be the 90th person who laughed it off and was the last person to have heard it. Hmm. Like, I mean, if you know the person and you know that it's something they would confide in you, it's still the best option to take it seriously and to try to help them through it. Try to, rem- to do your part. You know, do your best to make them feel like there's someone there for them. Hmm. And if ever, you can look up sites or possible people. Is there a suicide hotline that people can uh, Actually, can there are. I okay. can link here. Okay, there you go. And again, <laughs> um, seek the treatment of professionals. Yes. And yes. don't try to, to solve the problem yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's too much of a, of a burden both on you yes. and the person to, to tackle it just between the two of you. Like I said earlier, a support network helps. And mm-hmm. like online... Um, people who have a very similar situation, um, it's very easy to, to reach them now nowadays. Um, maybe you could help your friend to, to at, at least know that they're not alone in dealing with, with something as difficult as this. So, what's your favorite Robin Williams movie? Bicentennial Man. Oh, that's yes. very interesting. Mine, I think, is either Goodwill Hunting or... or Dead Poet Society. Oh, but I, I, I have a, I, I really loved Hook. I mean, it's a, it's a very fun movie, and I keep on, you know, um, wanting to watch it, and maybe I will. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about Robin Williams and all of the things that he's done, depression and suicide, and uh, I mean, as topics mm-hmm. at the next meetup, which is happening um, August this 17th. weekend, August seventeenth. That's and a Sunday. Yeah, we hope to see you there, and thank you for uh, watching. Bye.